coming to you live unless you are an audio listener. It's time for Destiny Down Under. Sixteenth episode of the Destiny Down Under podcast. Why is every week a long slave? Joined by none other than Nutribullet Aficionado Mylan Games. How are you, dude? Mate, look, if you haven't made a cocktail in a Nutribullet, you haven't lived. It's like, but it's it goes so directly against what a Nutribullet is about. <laughs> Like, does everyone know what a new? Does everyone know what a Nutribullet is? It's a fucking blender. It's what it is. It's a glorified blender, right? Yeah, but remember when there was like the heyday of Nutribullets, and there was like five of them, five copycats on the market, and every second ad was like, "Are you sick of chewing food? Bam, <laughs> Nutribullet! You put everything in the fucking blender. Do you want to eat like a baby slap bird? Chop. Dude, have you seen the slap, slap chop, chop ad? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, I mean, if you're listening to this after the fact, you may well not know this, but it is Friday night here in DDU Town. And uh, as these episodes tend to get, uh, I don't know, we've, we've already been sitting here for a little bit talking shit and having a drink and whatever. So, um, you know, if it's appropriate, I mean, obviously, if it's your Monday morning and you're catching this, don't drink at work, but wherever you else, uh, you know, raise a glass. Why not? Yeah, put air on your chest. Unless you don't want hair in your chest, then it probably won't. But um, anyway, we've got a new season of Destiny. We forgot to update the uh, the overlay. Uh, I think Keg's been on the piss too. So, you know, <laughs> maybe next week. Who knows? But um, we've got Season of the Splicer. We've got Season of the Splicer. Me and Maddie actually got to play together yesterday, which was a fucking rare and strange occurrence. I'll tell you what, we would have a million followers each if we actually streamed every day together. Oh, no. I can tell that right it's, now. It's annoying. It's just like a... I don't know, but it's the funny thing is that we don't even try. It's just anyway. I reckon we'll get know. over each other if we like every day though. You reckon it loses its magic? Yeah, of course. <laughs> like we'd, we'd probably actually have to do some kind of like be mindful of not annoying the shit out of each other. Nah, but will it get better? That I mean, it could get better because it it'd get more violent. It. It'd get more violent. Yeah, it'd be people. Yeah. It'd be watching a car crash. I think in that way, it'd be great. <laughs> I don't know that it'd be great for either of our mental health, but really that's not important, is it? <laughs> you know? we're, just, we're just vessels. Ugh, but the content vessels. Yeah. I mean, it's for us to worry about, not for you it's sitting at home to worry about. Playing the home game, you don't need to worry about it. It's just, no. it's just for us. Um, we'll talk about Season of the Splicer pretty in-depth, I think. We'll give our impressions of it and everything Wait, what's else. what's that? <laughs> Fucking why? You always do a season out. Belligerent shit heel. Um but how has your week been first, Matthew? We'll we'll start with the traditional DDU greeting of how has your week been, even though I kind of already know how it's been. It's a formula formula formality, I, that's the word. 
I got some big raids the the eve of season of the splicer. Yep. Just as I was about to get off. I can't actually remember. Actually, I can't remember the stream that well, to be honest, and that's how good it was. Um, so <laughs> uh, good, glad, glad hosted in with thousands of people, and I think someone else. Oh, Travel Danielle jumped oh, we in love too. Danielle. We love Danielle. Yeah. I mean, good. Let's get her back on the Glad's podcast, too, mate. Danielle is like, she's yeah. the one person that we've had on, and I think everyone was like, we, we'd adopt her. <laughs> like, she, Can she's, we more, adopt her, she's more Australian than either of you two cunts. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair yeah. enough. Would I get up in the morning and have a fucking long neck? <laughs> have a long neck and punch a Winnie Red, you fucks. Anyway. <laughs> We're having fun. I hope you're having fun wherever you're listening to this shit yeah, show. And by the way, but, punching a Winnie Red is 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 a smoke, not not a lady or anything like that. Yeah, just to clear, it's a Winfield Red, a, like the I don't know, cancer sticks. You know, stay away from them. You're probably all too young to know what they are. Get off them, yuck. Yeah, um, nah, all the young kids are vaping now, mate. Oh, I mean, your lungs like a fucking the inside of a crunchy, gross. We anyway, oh, make yeah. it, we're making Welcome friends already. Welcome to Friday night. <laughs> Welcome to Friday fucking night, everybody. It's been a long week. Um, Strap in. Uh, yeah, got got some some great hosts, and I was about to get off, and I was like, you know what? This week's about season the splicer. I got no, I got nowhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> so you, pre- you proceeded to have several hundred people watching you make cocktails in a neutral bullet, right? That was, that was yeah, yeah. That's basically. So made made, some, made a few cocktails. It was it was a great stream. I, something really funny happened. I can't remember what we were doing. Oh, that's right, Harbinger. I did Harbinger yeah. for the first time, yeah. and it took fucking hours for me to get through it. The the highlight of that was you failing in the end. I know that sounds really fucking harsh, like <laughs> because yeah. you were you were clearly upset, but everyone's like you were blind, you were fucking paro. <laughs> Shit face drunk, doing soloing like a, a relatively hard bit of content and got almost all the way to the end. And it was like you'd just cross that hurdle of people like, fuck, he might actually do this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching and I'm talking to all the boys in our chat and they're going, fuck, ooh, hang on, like he might watch this. And then you just fucking fell off a cliff. <laughs> It's like, yeah, that's our Matthew. Good job. <laughs> so that happened. Um, but then I've done, like, that was, I think, a 14-hour stream. Yeah, they're big, real big boy streamer hours. Aren't big they? boy streamer yeah, hours. Big. And then I did the same the next day. I think I did a 12 or 11-hour stream the next day. I'm worried then... about you. Oh, I am worried about you drinking. I'll, I'll say that. And for me to be worried, yeah, that means... That's that's pretty bad. Yeah, I gotta I gotta not do it too much. It's <laughs> it's it, it it's like it's it's like you like you said before the rock band days is like well, yeah, who's gonna stop ya? <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I doing tomorrow? Yeah. Playing games? Exactly. But I mean, you gotta be careful though, because there, right. there is one gigantic reality check if you go too far, and that's the. You know, the marriage earlier in the year, maybe. <laughs> like, oh, no, I thought you meant, like, yeah, the, the, the reality <laughs> check. Oh, yeah, hi, uh, I'm Matt, and I'm an 
alcoholic. <laughs> it oh, all God. That's a lot of water to go under the bridge before we're at AA, mate. <laughs> I think we'll be there together anyway. That's where we'll fucking end up. <laughs> ZDU AA edition. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, um, no, so week, I've, I've been smashing it out. I, um, I've, I've done some videos. I've done some sponsors. We've got a wedding tomorrow. I've, I've been living it up. It's been good. Did you did your article get published? I didn't catch up. Uh no, I have submitted it. It's all it's all uh gone to them. Deadline's like tonight, so hopefully they're happy. Okay. All right, cool. Well good. Keep your eyes peeled for a Mylon Games article. Yep. 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 Um anything else? I don't know. Ah, it's about- I mean, oh, we pl- we yeah. played. We did a shitload of that the new activity yesterday. And actually had a good time, right? Like we um it's it was fucking around. It is a good loop. It is genuinely a good loop. I, uh, I mean, I, I, it's not something I'm going to do for a long time. <laughs> but as a new activity, it's very pretty. It's very fun. The start of it's very chaotic. I feel like I feel like this. Yeah, good I mean, about the it. thing is, it's like part of it's just having different looking weapons. Holy shit, that makes a difference, does it not? Oh, dude, that fucking the chrome. What's the chroma chroma rush? The auto rifle. Water rifle's wicked. Yeah, I've, yeah, and the grenade launcher with slide shot, but we're not talking about that on the podcast because I don't want everyone knowing that if you use get one with slide shot and just slide, it gives you back a grenade for no reason. Does it what? I said it out loud. <laughs> it reloads it. Isn't that what slide shot does though? Yeah, but even when you got no ammo. Look at Matt's little brain fucking digging up. <laughs> oh, let me check. Let me check, Dim. Did I get? Did I? Let me check, Dim. Did I get rid of that? Probably. Now is not the time to check, Dim. You're not going to be playing. No, until no, after no. The you podcast. got me now. No, you fucking got me now. <laughs> Matt, Matt's got fucking Dim up on a screen. Where's my Dim? No. I don't have it. Oh, there um, you go, old sad. Well, there you go. You're just going to have to run more override, and you'll get it. You'll be able to get one. Have a good time. Just even, even like, I don't know. It's something just about just the guns looking different. Even it's just nice. I, I'm, I'm willing to do an activity like that and slam through it to, and it, it's like, I've always been saying, we don't need, it don't, doesn't, it's still a bit complicated, but like do activity, get loot. <laughs> yeah. Know? Look, look, it is, it is a very simple, simple loop, right? Like more or less you go and do other shit to get the ether that you do the fucking override with to turn into stuff that you use to upgrade your thing. Your, yeah. your fucking servitor or Vary, whatever his name is, Mithrax. And, I mean, that I'm even interested in doing that because you know why? There's fucking mods there. Oh, true, yeah. That's, like, that was it. that's probably the unspoken part of all of this is that they've put the mods in the actual seasonal upgrade tree, as I believe it. Like, you unlock them the further you go along. Wait, so, in the season pass? Yeah, no, no, not in the season pass, but in that seasonal yeah. vendor. Yeah. Yeah, as your rain goes up. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's good. I think that Which should be fantastic. the way it is. It's, it incentivizes people getting in there and mashing it out and, and having a good time. And Aid has been selling like warm mind and fucking protect uh, charge of light mods too. Shut, well, yeah. And did you see protective? Did you see one today? Was it protective? Was it? Was it power of the warm? No, mind? it was. It was. Um, it was a warm-up one I've fucking never seen. You do more damage when they're next to them. I can't remember what it's called. 
Oof. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I got all of them because I did, like, I was still pra- playing pretty heavily through that season and I made sure I did, but... Mate, you were playing heavily through every fucking season, mate. I oh, know. I've got nothing else going on in my life whatsoever. Anyway... <laughs> I don't know. There was a period where I jumped off and played fucking Sea of Thieves, but it, it is what it is. Um, all right, look, what we might do, we might jump in. We'll talk talk about our impressions of season of the Splicer, and then. We'll oh, what get else into have you it. done this week? Is it just what we played together? Uh, I played on Wednesday night, um, and I didn't. I didn't do much. I just kind of did more or less what we were doing yesterday, and, and had a good time with it. I, I don't know. I feel like it's. It doesn't feel like a it, battlegrounds for for whatever reason felt like like they got a bit stupid. Like there was just a lot going on, and I liked it, but at the same time, they just felt so fucking long that like I, I feel like this is kind of like that's probably why I'm I'm so happy with where override is because it's you know you could turn up and just fuck around and use whatever you it's, upgrade your guns in it and just yeah you get it done. It, it's so it's like a it's a hectic opening. Right, it's a silly, fun obstacle run, and then yep. it's a boss battle. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very interested to see what happens in coming weeks. Fuck it, we're already talking yeah, about same. season of the spice. Anyway, I'm just gonna run the sting just for yeah, the it. sake of formality. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's done. So, do it. Let's start at the start. Let's start at the start because we all started this season in uh, you know going and finding. Mithrax or Misrax or whatever his fucking name is, Matthew. How did you find the uh, the first mission and chasing after the the fallen, finding them in uh, in Europa, and then being shoved down a fucking downpipe into a Vex universe? <laughs> right. I thought, I thought all, I I think narrative has been kicking goals forever, but they've they've been on the money. I mean, my only criticism of the story is that it's obviously been written as a cohesive piece. And it just sort of ends, you know, it, it's like this, it's this nice ribbon of story and then it gets fucking chopped up into weekly releases. Yeah. So yeah. just as you sort of like get invested, you know, oh, this is fine. It's like, eh, it just, you know, the quest just stops. Yeah, it's the same disappointment of like, I mean, look, part of that is I feel like this this model would have done fucking incredibly well 15 years ago when we were all conditioned to get TV in that format, right? Like, you know, where you watch one episode... Yeah. Same time next week, motherfucker. And you know, like that was where you're at mentally. Where now we binge watch the shit out of everything. We there is that like kind of and I'm right or wrong, whatever. I just think that that's kind of where we're at, and and it does feel a little bit like that. I feel like um, Mithrax, great, engaging character. Want to help him? Genuinely give a shit about him. Uh, yeah. Ido, his uh, his daughter or adopted daughter or whatever oh, that, was that awesome. works. Um, a great way of sort of like when you come back to the the end of Scourge in that you're in that area where they've you know I mean it was a pretty pretty ordinary of humanity to just give them literal fucking rubble to live in, just live in this shithole. They could have opened the fucking vault and sent them down there. At least it's undercover. It's these bombed like, fucking buildings. It's a bit, it's a bit ironic because we're like, you made it, you fucking sleep here, like because that's just where the raid was. <laughs> It's like so weird with Mithrax's mum telling him, You make your bed or you fucking sleep in it like that. <laughs> right? Yeah. You grub, you've got sand in your bed, you're gonna be uncomfortable. You're an idiot. Um I thought that was good. And I thought I mean, obviously there's you know, people raising the obvious point of like, how can they bring that back but have the whole raid removed? 
<laughs> when so much of that raid was that room. But um, I enjoyed, you know, and for me, uh, I'm not a huge law uh, consumer, I'll say. I walked around and found every little uh, oh. little voice dialogue bit that I could and uh, just just immerse myself in it. I wasn't really wasn't talking to anyone at the time, just, just checked I, it all I, out. I, I, I feel like... The difference between those voice lines and the terminal panels is like chalk and cheese. Like, and I don't know how much extra effort, but you know, like we we've began like in-game dialogue lore from the panels, right? Like yep. with Kaidal and stuff. Yep. But they're not that engaging compared to just a small visual. Hey, this is a symbol. We tell yeah. the kids, fucking, this, this is keeps the monsters away, yeah. right? And it's like, this oh, poor little, poor little critters. Yeah, poor little, poor little small one. Oh, poor, um, poor little footballs. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I feel like it, that that was a really good note. I think, um, I mean, I care. And that's, that's ultimately what it's designed to do, right? You know, these are literally a species of thing that we've been fucking mercilessly killing for eight years if you've been playing Destiny since, since its launch yeah. without a second thought. And to be able to sort of gear this now, I mean, obviously Mithrax has been a long time coming and we've we've known that he, well, for, for a long while now, since D2's launch, that he's had the potential to kind of play this role and then Zero Hour pushed that along a little bit. But he's, you know, you you pointed out in your video, Matty, is that he's kind of been this this ancillary character for a very long time of, of supporting it was kind of like a really slow build to get to this point um yeah, it was a slow burn but it's been great the um the surprise return of lakshmi did not see that coming. she's a fucking piece of work isn't she oh mate but like i mean i've been watching the expanse i can't remember that lady's name i should have fucking looked it up before we went live but she's the um ambassador whatever i can't remember what her role is in that but she's incredible in that i'll fucking i'm just massively nerding out on that show of late so it's perfect timing for me to just fanboy um so but it's got there's an angst there right like is this the first time that we've really had that kind of like there's a little bit more at play than just like here's a bad guy go kill him because we're kind of we're kind of siding emotionally with someone that would have been a bad guy and now we've got Lakshmi coming in going well like who you really, you know, there's this murk and I like it. I think it adds intrigue. There's um, there's a lot more story there with uh, Lakshmi and and what's going on. I don't, I don't know if we talk about it because I have read the law books. I've read most of the law books. Um, I mean, it's your fucking job, mate. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Well, I mean, I was just playing the game, to be honest, recently, and everyone's been watching me play, so that's been fun. Give up the law. Um, it's good. What, they, what, they, what they're kicking off in-game is is expanded upon in the new law books. Uh, if we want to talk about it, maybe save it to the end of the body and people can leave if they want to leave or whatever. But, yeah, well, there I is think, internal think, conflict. Like, well, there wait is until good it in- gets to the the point where things. I th- I've got a feeling it's going to kick off a little bit in the the main narrative, because that's the friction in it, right? Like this, we don't want the fallen in the city, rah 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 rah, rah kind yeah. of business. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're in yeah. the fucking tower. You go and visit Ada. They're just standing there in the fucking hallway. 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, are they meant to be? Like, but who are they? What are they? What are they about? And why is Mithrax not there? Like, surely he could have hung around, but now we're just talking to a big servitor. I don't know. I think it's cool, and I think that having that kind of it's a different feel. It's a very different feel, and a, a long overdue one. I think. Um, do you think that this is in any way going to tie into the vault? Now that we're here, now that we've we've got a sniff of what this season's about, because thematically. It's not a big departure, right? Like we're it's, the main. The thing is, but I I, I want to say that I read that they they said it's not, but it very easily does. So I don't know if they're just gonna put in a couple of 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 text, you know, from Mithrax and and be done with it, or <laughs> or Mithrax, what? Mithrax sends an SMS. You should go to the vault. <laughs> See what's happening. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There we go. Easy. Um, yeah, I, I want to say that I read somewhere that um, the Vogue was intended to be a moment in time like the Devil yeah, Splices. I mean, much much in the same I don't know. I don't, ever, I, I don't quite remember that, reading that myself. I just heard other people say it. So, I feel like that's more than likely the case, but I'm just hoping that even if it's just a little thing, there's some little... Well... The 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 beauty. And this is why I've sort of leaned towards the same thing you're saying that there might be a tie-in is the very first opening mission, right? Which yeah. you can only play <laughs> on one account. I think I think you I think you can definitely talk about this, right? You made your video about it. If you haven't yes. seen Maddie's video, um, go and watch it because it's pretty nuts. But I think we can talk into we can jump into talking about. Korea, Korea, fucking Korea, 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 ah, Korea. But I saw, I saw comments on the video. Take a shot every time Marlon says Korea Blade Transform. <laughs> it does sound like an awesome, um, like Techno Man style anime, actually. <laughs> like, if you knew nothing about the fucking sentence Korea Blade Transform, you would assume it's a fucking wicked anime with like Gundam suits yeah. and shit. Yeah, like nineties Power Rangers Gundam yeah. mix. Yeah. yeah. Um Right. And uh oh, there's lots of stuff I can cover here, but but I think it's the thing is you should have seen it, and if you didn't see it, you need to know that it's there. And then if you know it's there, if you've read any lore, then you know what who it is. Like you can speculate who it is. So it's not really a spoiler. It's just like, hey, did you see the Easter egg? It's and an Easter egg when you get is to, what I'd call it. Yeah. Pretty pretty comfortably, yeah. Yeah, and, and and maybe it doesn't come up in the campaign. Maybe it does. Um, I suspect it will. Uh, I think that's what this whole season is going to end up being about. But when you, the very opening mission, as soon as you collect your character or select your character, and by the way, it doesn't matter if you change characters. It's done, it's done. Like if you switch characters, you don't get to play it again either. Which I feel like that's, I feel like that's a bit of a miss. I don't know if that was a bug I feel like that's gonna be a bug, to be honest, because it. Yeah, I don't know. Do they really? I, it, do they really not? Don't want you seeing? Like they would know that people would just do another account and they would get it. Or is that part of the mystique? I, I mean, look, it's not pivotal, right? Like it, it might be a little hint. Like it's it's just it's an Easter egg, is what it is. Like it's it's a nod. Maybe that's where this season goes. I, I suspect it will, as, as you do, but I don't think that it's like. I honestly think most people, like I'd say 80% of people, 
and it goes straight over their fucking head. But it's cool. Yeah, so you, you see a Taken Vex Hydra and the most notable Taken Vex Hydra. When, when you run to the end and you're trying to escape the Vex domain, the portal disappears. I jumped right off the edge so I didn't see it. You meant to turn around, all the Hydras spawn in, and there is a very, very, it is a unique looking Hydra. It is, you Fucking know, like massive a too. boss looking Hydra. I'm trying to remember the what name and of the one in D1 in that fucking on Venus, you know, the strike on Venus that's down was in it, that. Yeah, the the one with the grass on it. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like that too. Yeah, fair enough. Either way. Um, <laughs> well, I was trying to bring the Black Garden back. Um, yeah, people say that's Courier Blade Transform. I don't know how much to say here. I okay. Uh, not many people watch this show, right? So, no, no I don't think the most does. the most comments I had was, "Oh my god, Marlin, it doesn't look like the one in the anthology." My response to that is, "I curated the anthology. I was there when they had discussions about artwork reg regarding these topics." Fucking connect the lines, guns. Right, I'm not saying more than that. <laughs> Or can I? I don't know. No, I don't think you need to. Like, uh, once everything's revealed, then maybe I'll talk more about it. But, like, it's Korea. Don't worry for it. I reckon it is. And, I, like, it would it would be strange to get to this point and not service that character, given that it is, you know, if you've been into the law for a long time. And, and with, like, how long ago is this we're talking? Fucking Taken King, right? Like that's when Korea Blade Transform came into shit, or was that was that like I can't even remember. It feels like forever ago. Uh, like that's the the, Korea the original. Blade Transform was introduced in the Books of Sorrow. Yeah, way which was taken back. King. Way back. So basically, for those of you playing along at home, get, t chip me if I'm wrong, but more or less, more or less, a Vex mind that initially went into. Uh, the throne world of, of Oryx, right? To determine... Yeah. To figure out sword is, logic, right? Or to oh, understand oh, let me sword bring my logic notes, or she, I went to I went to do this video and I went to find my notes on it because often I've done topics before, right? And so when I'm recovering topics, I'll go back and find my initial notes because usually they're more detailed, right? Oh, yeah. Especially if I'm like... Dude. Don't redo your yeah. homework. Like, come yeah, on. exactly. Right. So yeah. I'm digging through like three year old videos to find my original like scripts on like Korea Blade Transform and that. And I actually didn't have much. And I remember why. It's because she fucking uh, is a difficult topic. And the reason she's difficult, she's tied into the fucking curse and the Dreaming City, which was never fucking revealed. It was never sort of... They just left that whole fucking book up in the air because there's a whole book with Korea Blade Transform, which is just a whole bunch of, like, trickery. And yeah, it's, it's all I over just the shop, chalked hey. it like down the, to Savathun, basically. The, I was like, nah, the, this is all dog shit. I'm not going to pay attention to it. The murder battery book. Yes, the yeah, murder right. battery. That's the that's the one. The murder battery. So, um, 
let me start stalling whilst I bring up me notes. Um, <laughs> Coria Blade Transform was introduced in the Books of Sorrow. Crota cut a portal in the wrong spot because he was trying to copy his sisters, the Death Singers. He's a stupid Chad son of Oryx. Yeah, he's a fucking absolute bumbling dummy, idiot. Okay? <laughs> right. Bumble, absolute warrior, definitely not a scholar. Dad was like, be smart like your sister. He's like, okay, dad, I'll show you. And he absolutely ah. fucked it. Yeah. Uh, oh, turns fuck, out it's Sab- the Hydra. <laughs> Sabathun sort of um, was half responsible for that. She She tricked him into cutting a, a portal in the wrong space, basically. That's a pretty the interesting rude. thing. She's is his like, auntie, right? Like, she's his auntie. Yes, can, yes. But, you I know. Think all, I think we've all got an auntie like that. <laughs> auntie Jane, well, looking at you. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> how, how, this Big is a smoker. Um. All, all's fair in love and war, basically, for the hive. Like, that's how they show love. They're trying to kill each other. So, you know, fair play. Um, like the interesting thing, it's, yeah, it's been a while since I've read uh, Books of Sorrow. And uh, Seth Dickinson is, the, the, the gent that wrote this book, is a fucking genius. The way this shit is written is somehow, like, succinct and confusing all at the same time. And it, it tells a story with few words while somehow also being really jumbled. So, like, yep. you get... So, and, like, for example, the whole idea of, of Crota cutting cutting a, a space, like the, the, the pool in the wrong area, it's told over two Grimmel cards. And it, it just comes down to, like, just says, oh, you know, Crota watched his sisters and try and experimented with portals. And then the next card was, and Savathun laughs because she tricked Crota. And so you put them together and you're like, yeah. aha. And it's like, it's so, uh, like, I guess tangential like that. And it was sort of nice to go back and read that because that's what a lot of people fell in love with, actually, when they started reading Destiny Law because it was nearly all of it was like that. It was all just like... Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. <laughs> Fucking, you tell me. I think it was about the time, honestly, I started watching law videos because I didn't understand what the fuck was going on anymore. Right? Like I didn't really care about the yeah. black garden. It felt it kind of felt like it resolved itself. But from that point on, yeah. Um. So Crota cuts a hole in the wrong space. This is in Oryx's throne world. All the Vex pile in. They create Coria Blade Transform to. Uh, work out why the hive is so powerful there. And the the Vex mind, uh, the Axis mind, works out that, yep, it, it deduces the sword logic, which is another complex topic, basically. Kill everything to become more powerful. So the Vex like, okay, we've got to kill everything to become really powerful. They end up killing fucking everything in the throne world. And they have a battle for centuries of local time. Oryx, the ne- neglectful father, basically gets a call from the sheriff, a.k.a. the worm gods. Mate, your house is on fire, you dumb cunt. Go home and sort it out. <laughs> You're moron, son, again. 
<laughs> your moron son is disrupting the neighborhood. So, like an angry parent going home to a house party, he kicks in the front door and goes, Oi! What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and basically throws all the Vex into, into taken swamps. I don't know. He gets rid of them, kicks everyone out of the house. He picks up Crota by the leg and throws him through time and says, You dumb shit, get out of my house and don't come back until you're a warrior. That's where Crota. That's that's why Crota was deleted from the fucking world's grave, because he had a bit of a house party and invited all the Vex. Very naughty. <laughs> he put. He remember, remember when Facebook came out and people put open house events. Yeah. So what, whole, you're, what you're saying is Crota is more or less the Corey Worthington of the Destiny. <laughs> like I said, Crota with those fucking fuckwit sunglasses on and a fur coat. What a fucking wanker that guy was. Anyway, moving on. I don't think the U. I don't think the US guys. No, nah, they, they must have was. had someone similar. They must have had someone similar. Yeah, Corey fucking. Yeah, just look yeah, up like Corey. The, was it Corey yeah. Worthington? Corey Worthington. What a fucking wanker he turned out. Yeah, way. that's Crota. Yep. Um. Corey Blade Transform escapes for a moment, but as she does come back and tries to ambush Oryx. But this time, Oryx has already created the Dreadnought, which is a, a blend of his throne world into reality. So go work that one out. And um, captures Coria and takes 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 the Vex mind. Later gifts it to Savathun. We then kill Oryx. Savathun is in control of Coria Blade Transform. He leaves it with some will. It next shows up in what? Uh... I think it would be Forsaken. Yep. Dreaming City. When we, Dreaming City lore. And um, we get little snippets of dialogue from Toland in the Ascendant Realm who says stuff like, cause, oh yeah, I missed. Before Coria got taken by Oryx, they, she made, I think this is she, I don't know, it's a Vex mine made um, a simulation of Oryx and worked out a whole bunch of data. Uh, things like what Oryx's original name was, that he requires power from the worms, worked out the sisters' names, worked out Taox. It doesn't really explain like why this data is important, but it just says it found out all this data from running a simulation and it sent all this data through time back to the Vex network. So the Vex sort of have a good understanding of the hive and the hive's history. Which is what Vex do, I guess. The reason why that's important is because Savathun now uses Oryx to take, to be a taken queen, essentially. Um, because I guess the question was, if Oryx is gone, how come we still have fucking taken? Well, the idea was that Savathun claimed the throne and used Oryx as part of that. I uh, used Coria. <laughs> I, I, I need a drink. No, maybe after after get this, after this, I'm getting a drink. We're gonna have an intermission where we both go and get a drink. I'm yes, I'm fine with it. I have no qualms. Well, go do it now while I keep telling the story if you want. And then, and then you can well, talk yeah, but then, then what am I gonna fucking talk about? I'm, I don't have anything interesting. Right, go. You talk. Well, think fucking think of something, mate. <laughs> Absolutely, think of something when you come back. Ask chat questions. I don't know. Danny's not here at the moment. I can't yell at the Danny. 
So Coria is involved uh, with Sabathun under her control, we believe. And we think also Coria was involved with making the curse on the Dreaming City. And this is where that uh, book comes into play with Medusa, who pretends to be Coria Blade Transformed, trying to escape Sabathun, and tells us of, like, the plan for um, uh, Sabathun trying to escape the worm's hunger. Oh, fuck. This, this is so complicated. Right. At quiz time, Sabathun's main goal is to try to escape the worm's hunger. She's not happy with the pack that was made with the worms, which is you got to go keep on killing to feed your worm. And so she experiments with different things. She makes a fucking uh, a black hole and Corey is involved in that. And we also think the curse in the dreaming city is also one of Savathun's tricks to make like a murder battery where guardians go in, they kill a whole bunch of shit and they help pay tribute, I guess, to the worms in some way. The thing about the Dreaming City curse is like, I was looking this up and we don't really fucking know. There's like all, there's all really, really good theories about the curse on the Dreaming City and all of them make sense and all of them are pretty well supported. Like one of them was it, it, when we, when we beat, cause the, I'm pretty sure the curse happened. The curse happened after we beat Riven, right? So it's, it's a wish. It's a wish in death that guardians want to be the eternal hero. And so it put us into a loop cycle. Into a, into a three-week loop where we can constantly be the hero, which has happened before with Ahamkara. Someone's wish for it to never end. Fucking Praetus did it. He ended up in the fucking vault of glass. <laughs> <sighs> so that's one option. Another option was this is this is Savathun and Coria working together to create a murder battery because the experimentation... Oh, this is my favourite. This is my favourite probably piece of Destiny lore. Oh, um, I mean... It's I mean, what, what, what great words. Murder battery. Oh, no, right. Like anything that sounds like it would be an unreal name for a death metal song. I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, it tells the story, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so that that could be part of it, that Corey was used to create that loop. You know, it's very, almost very vexy to have done that. Um, and the last, there's, there's actually, I think there's like five really good theories and I only sort of covered three of them. Um you know, it could be Coria Blade Transform trying to escape Savathun's grasp. I think that's unlikely. But that's sort of how the books were written to originally make us think that. But most people were just like, nah, it's, it's, it's Savathun. Do you think, tricky. right, to bring it back to this season, right, now that we, we understand who Coria is, do you think if we managed to take her out, right, like if, if she is in some way the big bad of this season and we can yep. overcome her or if they're alluding to her being pivotal in the next big expansion, if we destroy her, it, I keep saying her, I don't know, for whatever, I don't know. Like is she referred to as a she in the in the law? I've got a feeling that it uh, is because I've, everyone says she or is it just a, it's a kind of a feminine uh, name? I think it might... I can't anyway. remember. It's a bit like how you name a ship a girl. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're right. Car. You, yeah, you, 
I don't know, I haven't named my car. Anyway, we'll, we can talk about that later. Um, do you think if we are able to defeat her that it changes things in the Dreaming City? That we could finally break the three-week murder uh, battery cycle? Mate, I th- can you just imagine people would lose their fucking shit if they tied in this season to a previous narrative that has not been resolved, even in the slightest way, like just just defeating Korea and getting, I don't know, an ink pad cutscene or just going back to a mission in the Dreaming City and watching it reverse, that'd be huge. It'd be fucking huge immense. for like storytelling. It would be immense. It would feel like something has gone on a nearly three-year round trip to land well think that. about this think about how many resources had to go into make the fucking almighty event compare oh. something like that i mean to, I, to, I, I don't to really understand dreaming city because that would co- that would be nothing right really it already fucking changes the dreaming city changes anyway just stop the cycle yeah exactly that's what i mean and and you know what just put some fucking awoken just milling around right <laughs> Like the fucking fallen are now in the tower. Just fucking, I don't know, fucking panhandling in the creeks and shit. I don't know what they fucking get up to. But who cares? Panning for fucking gold. Fossicking for bargains. Who knows? But, like, they could... No one's going to the fucking dreaming city to do anything anymore. Right? It's been irrelevant. Uh, excuse me. I go there to farm enemies in the... Oh, yeah. I go and fucking do what? Shattered Throne and <laughs> go go to the Thrallway. we've all been there fair enough i'll 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 let you have that but i mean that's where we're all doing our catalysts whatever we still need that the throwaway needs to be preserved but everything else right it it can fucking it can go i feel like it would be massive i I doubt that's what we're going to get um it feels well outside the scope of um of a seasonal thing but maybe it's building to something that comes with the witch queen right which is really right we're getting craft right now Go. <laughs> that was fucking unfair. All right, I'm going to need to lean on you guys in chat because holy shit, this is not my fucking realm of expertise. But I just well, I just shot my best shot. Like, that was it. That was the fucking, that was it. I really believe that Courier, all right, her purpose was to make the murder battery, like if you don't know what the murder battery concept is, it's basically that the three-week loop of the Dreaming City is um, basically there to make Savathun more powerful because of the ongoing repeated battery of murder, right? The, uh, you know, it powers her. So that's that's the murder battery. Korea's um, pivotal in that because of the timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly bullshit that Vex are able to do. So if we can break that by taking Korea out of the cycle, surely that that impacts that. I, I don't know. Are <laughs> we going to... He's got a headset on though, so I can't really fucking. Quick, get it off chat. Um, um, I don't know. Uh, you, you guys want to give me? Uh, you want me to, I'll give you a life lesson, kids. What's that? I'll give you a life lesson. This applies to everything. That's a stitch up. That was a stitch if, up. If somebody says basically or essentially like two or three times in one sentence, they're it strolling. translates to I have no I idea what, I'm, what talking about. I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. But the one thing we have determined is that Eris is definitely Savathun. <laughs> Eris is definitely <laughs> Savathun. All right. Well, look, we we saw uh, Courier. We talked about um, 
the override event. We think the guns are cool. Um, there's a few new exotics. Um, we were talking about this just before we went to air this evening about the um, the Lost Sector loop and how we both enjoy it and think that it's something that we could absolutely see expounded on. And I don't know. I, I feel like um, I don't know. I'm trying to trying to think of a way to word it. I, I'd love to see. I said this to you before we went live, Matt. That I'd love to see more like real short form bespoke events like this. I, th- I think they're important and I think that like the more they're incentivized, you, you just, we were talking ad hoc and you said maybe they need to start putting mods behind things like this or, you know, some kind of current, I mean, lasting destiny needs is another fucking currency, but um, something to, to really incentivize people to go and do these activities and get fucking good at them because they are the gateway, right? They were your gateway into whatever the fuck you yeah. are now, right? And, and the thing, here's the thing. Oh, you want to see something funny? PVE alcoholic. I I look at my Discord, right, and I had ten messages from Zild, okay, just saying fuck shit, cunt, fuck this fucking lost fucking solo lost sector, this is bullshit, all this kind of stuff. Because because I was doing this morning and he was saying, oh, I've never done. I was like, mate, if I can fucking do it, you nut up and just. The thing is, you always think you can't do it. It, it, it You just need 100 people, 150, 1,000 people giving you advice and you'll get it done. That's, anyway. the, shittest, that's the shittest thing Fuck, I've ever heard. I know, it's a bad joke. Shut <laughs> up. It was meant to be a joke, mate. No one laughed. That's me. I mean, I'm the only one here. I didn't even get, get it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. That's all you need to become really good is just be Mylan Games. Shave your head, look no, like a criminal. No, I'm just saying the only reason I got it is because I had fucking 100 nerds backseating me every day and then eventually it clicked. Eventually know? it clicked. I don't know. I've, I've, yeah. I do feel like um, the Lost Sectors are kind of like a, you know, like the, when you're talking like soloing dungeons and shit, they're a big, hard, long activity. And I know that sounded very phallic and I, I'm fine with it, but... Be long <laughs> you know, to warm yourself up for the big, hard, long activity, you need something that's maybe not quite so long and maybe not quite so hard. So <laughs> you got fucking works for this life. This was this was not even planned. I know. I'm just I'm a savant for dick jokes, but I, I feel like it's a good little step in the direction of getting people to take this kind of content and go. Because I know that like for every person that's out there that goes. Or I don't play PvP because it's too fucking hard or it's too stressful or whatever. Those people exist for the P- the high-level PvE stuff as well. And to an extent, I'm there. And it's not that I'm not capable of it. It's just that I can't be bothered going through all the setup and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like once you're truly geared up and once you truly understand where you are, then you can go and do these things. And the most I've ever been down that road was grinding solo loss sectors. So I-, I feel like it's an important part of it. And if you started there and built into... You know, you're soloing some of the hardest stuff in the game now without being completely ridiculous and trying to do raids. There you go. Yeah, and, and well, the, the the last message from Zill was, oh, my cousin told me to use this weapon or whatever, and it worked way better. And it's like, there you go. Now I can do it. Like, it's it's like, and the same strategy doesn't work for everyone. you got to find what works for you and your play style and what, what you can do. Um, and... Oh, no, I'm getting drunk now, don't I? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, now that we're all good and sourced, we get to talk about the stuff that's been not so great. Oh, I was going to say, one more thing, <laughs> right? So we're saying, I think, we, I think we need more of that. 
Let me pitch. Yes. Let me pitch you an idea. Get your seat. Get your business pants on. I've got track pants on, but they'll do. Their business, business in Newcastle. Socks on. You any socks on? Yeah, I do. They just. Yep. Their business blue socks. Business. Okay, good. Get your business socks on. Right. So we have solar loss sectors that are timed. Yep. What if, you know, and they're on rotation, for exotics. What if you made it that you could get a higher tier rolled armor? Something else to work for, or weapon mods, or armor mods, or whatever, in the other ones that aren't in the rotation. All the ones that are sitting there collecting dust while you grind. Because once you got the exotics, I mean, you're not really. I know, like, people like Sassy are grinding for, like, better rolls on their exotic. I mean, they're already doing it, they're grinding for armor rolls. But you're talking just legendary pieces that you can fill your kid out with. Would that be too easy? You reckon? <laughs> I, I think, look. Legendary, high legendary armor rolls. Because, I mean, it'd be uh, quick, though. I think this is one of the weirdest things about where Destiny is right now, right? Like, where do you go as a reliable source of getting a good high stat roll on anything? Iron Banner. That's it. Not even. They were fucking shit last semester, whatever, season, <laughs> right? They were, no, they were, they were still pretty ordinary. I, I burnt fucking hundreds of tokens, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and I didn't get a single fucking thing that I ended up keeping because I already had stuff better than it. So this, the shit that I'm using now is from three seasons ago, and I'm just lucky that it's not all being sunset. You know, and I've got relatively strong builds for PvP and I'm, you know, but I would like to be able to build a second set that is my definitive PvE set. I think you're onto something because there really isn't anything that forces you to make a decision to play a particular piece of content to get that stuff. The only thing we've got is focusing umbral engrams and it is so fucking hit and miss that it might as well not even exist. It's, it's kind of not worth the resource grind. I've never got a high stat roll from fucking Umbrals. I've got a high stat roll. Trash. <laughs> like, good, no good. I, I feel like there's something to miss there, right? Like, maybe maybe they run the risk of if they're too generous with that kind of shit that people are going to end up with their, you know, like five sets of fucking unbelievably good yeah, but armor. here's the thing. It's stats. Exactly. You know, like exactly. you've still got to fucking know what you're doing, put the mods in them, fucking, you know, you've got to still come up with a build. So, like, the stats should be the fucking precursor to the build because the builds, they're doing fucking great stuff. And admittedly, we still haven't really seen what's come with this season, but the recent season stuff, like the charge with light mechanic, I didn't give a fuck about that when it was released. It's the, my favourite thing in Destiny now. Like, it's just... It was it was up here and I wasn't ready for it when it first came out. So I think what we, we really need to do is is start making it so that you can get the shit you want in terms of gear and go for a build you want to get and a, re and a reliable way of farming for it and then worry about your build because a lot of people just don't bother with shit. Like umbrals are an inconvenience to me right now. I've not got good, anything good out of them ever since a season of arrivals, right? They're a fucking waste of time. <laughs> I don't understand what the purpose of them is. So I'd gladly, I, I, I accept your offer, Matt. Good idea. Go to ring John Bungie and tell him you're doing it. Because you know what? If you make that stuff more obvious, 
people will do it. And then if you give them a re like it's 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 another loop in itself. It's like, oh, okay, now I want to do lost sectors really quick to get high stat rolls armors. If I got better stat rolls, then I can like, I don't know, max out my intellect and I can get more supers, then I can pair it. And then all of a sudden, like, that was one of the things that I felt that um outriders did really well. Is it it just made it easy to focus into a build. And Destiny has everything there, but like uh, what like I'll, I'll fur to further iterate on your idea right what if they went okay here's here's the two lost sectors that are giving you a head exotic and a fucking legs exotic for today and every other lost sector has well this is the one you do if you want high mobility rolls and this is the one you do if you want high Ooh. intellect rolls and this is the one you do if you want high recovery rolls so that you can go look at your build, identify what you're fucking after and go, okay, this is the one I need to be doing today. And you go and you do it. But at the same time, it gives you the ability to go, I want to just do something dumb and have 100 fucking, <laughs> what? I, I want a 100 strength build just so I can run around and melee the shit out of everything for the fun of it. Well, you know, you could do that. It's not unachievable. Where right now I would never bother. You know, you you would never. See, the put thing that is, we're, we're, we we should already have the system with umbrels. It's just that umbrels don't really fucking work. They seem so fucking cost prohibitive. Like I think I think, and I feel like that's that's what I get from that is that it's like they're worried about being too generous with it because they were like, this will just fucking end destiny. Because yeah. now sunsetting's yeah. not a thing. Now sunsetting's <sighs> not a thing. We've got our armor forever. But I, I honestly feel like, like, I think they're underestimating people's like. Like you, I, I, I've got fucking great rolls on dune marches, and I still sit here and think I'm gonna farm lost sectors to get a better pair of dune. Like <laughs> there's still a like a fucking one percent chance, and people will fucking I, take I, it. Oh, let me ask you this: Did you ever fucking do an umbral in tier three and tier four or tier two and three? No, I don't even understand how they work. <laughs> I don't fucking do it, mate. I've been playing Destiny 12 hours a fucking day. You know like, are we, are, we, are we just sitting around huffing our own farts? Or are we actually coming out with good ideas through alcoholism? <laughs> like, what's, what's happening here? Chat, let us know. <laughs> All right. We, do, we, have to, we have to do this. You know, right, yeah, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually spend some time and look at what's in the umbrals and see if we're just actually, like, saying shit that's already in the game. But my... No, nah, we're not. Is we're not. We're not. Umbral's are fucked. That's my feeling. Uh, look, I, I, I don't think the system is inherently fucked. I, I don't feel like they're generous enough, and I feel like they're too time intensive and resource intensive to really be like. I, I, I don't feel like the 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 stat roll in your armor should really be a thing. Like you should be able to like ultimately build whatever you want. It shouldn't be a hard grind to do that. Like that should be the base level. I feel level. like. Oh, is this gonna sound sexist? Maybe. No, don't. If it is, don't. I think it's okay. But Bun Bungie is like the. Let's not say girl. Let's just say the date. It can be boy or girl that doesn't want to put out because they feel like if they do, you'll leave. 
you know what's right. They don't want to make it too easy because they think you'll get bored and you'll fuck off. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, <laughs> look, I understand 100 percent where you're coming from, and to an extent, I totally agree. I just wouldn't have used that analogy. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Oh shit, Fence has just popped up in chat. We're in trouble. <laughs> We're in trouble. Look, Chad doesn't know what a date is anyway. I don't worry about him. Uh, Bungie has <laughs> low self-esteem. Oh, let look, look. Just Bungie, let us love you. We're not going to leave you. Yeah, we're here. We're invested. We want to go down that road repeatedly. It's fine. We yeah, it's going to be a great time. I don't know. That's that's that. We love you for who you are, Bungie. Uh, and that leads us yeah. into the next topic of transmog. Well, we're probably not going to say anything like that. <laughs> oh. Mate, that was just warming everyone up for transmog conversation. <sighs> yeah, because someone's gonna get fucked. Uh, <laughs> look, there's no, there's no real soft way to put this, and I've come and gone on, on, on where I feel about transmog. Like, largely, I'm unaffected by it because I don't have enough shit that I really want to. Like, I'm not running multiple characters. I have one helmet that I want because I always wear the prodigal helm, and like. That, that's it, right? I've changed my arms. I've changed my chest piece. Always wear June marches. My mark's on my butt and doesn't really matter. But there is a lot of stuff in Transmog that feels like it is designed in an attempt to piss people off to the point that they will spend money to do it rather than do it in-game. There's a lot of time gating. There's a lot of... Uh, just absolute meaningless busy work to get to the point to be able to make something look like something else. And mind you, it's all stuff that we've had and owned in the past. You know, like I initially when that when the the fucking they released the system, I, I sort of thought like I've always understood why people were pissed off. Um, to me, I, I've always kind of been of the opinion that like Destiny for me is the is the cheapest thing that I have in my life. <laughs> Right, it's not an expensive hobby. I spend more on fucking you know, Foxtel to watch the fucking football than I do on Destiny. So it wasn't a big concern to me. I think the bigger concern, and I think a lot of people um, are feeling this as well, is that like everyone wants to see Bungie as the, as the company that are doing the right thing, right? Like there's a lot of ideologies there. There's a lot of things that they support that are great, and this feels like. It's on a different tangent to that. It feels a little bit more like fucking that Activision, like, gacha game, mobile game. It's very transparent that we're trying to just get hooks in you enough to make you spend. Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't want That's the thing that people own. are like, fuck that, I want no part of that. And I, yeah, if, if and, that's the way you feel, why, fair enough. Because people don't want to admit that because we've all shat on Raid, Shadow Legends and mobile games as a community and we've all yeah, sat I'm, on a high horse and now <laughs> fucking guess who comes knocking i don't i don't know that like that there is no game that is a direct analog for destiny right there is no direct competitor that we can compare to there are other games that try and come into the space and 
I mean, look, not to pump up your tires too much shit for brains, but your video on why Bungie and Destiny, well, Destiny specifically, will not die until Bungie decides it's time is it's right in that there will probably be, never be direct competition because it's just fucking very difficult to do and very difficult to, yeah. to execute. And I think the fact that Bungie are kind of like, we go through this like a year of pretty good, boom, we fall off, the fucking training wheels come off and we, and we kind of end up in periods like we are now where there's a lot of discontent um, and people don't feel like the, the, the we're listening thing is, is, is true, which I always believe that they're listening and that they give a shit. I, I, I think that there's considerations outside that of people whose job it is to do that. Um, I don't know. Transmog, it doesn't bother he, me he, personally. Here's, he, here's, here's, my, here's my finite take on it because I don't want to get okay. bogged down in talking about this shit because we've got to talk about stasis as well. <laughs> but my finite take on, on it is that um, it doesn't impact me. I've got fucking like eight transmoggy cells, whatever the fuck they are, of the 150 currencies that you need to get them. I've got all of the free ones there. I'll probably never use them all. It doesn't matter to me because I, I like I, I'm very strongly identify with specific gear, and it's just about building around that. I understand why people are frustrated if they are bit by the completionist collectionist bug. You know, there's our, some of our mates are definitely in that category, and for them, it's it's like a four thousand dollar fucking investment to be able to buy all that shit. It's just it, it makes something impossible. That is frustrating, but I think the biggest wound of them all is the fact that it feels decidedly underhanded and we don't want that from a company that we we want to believe in, right? I think that's that's probably the, the biggest wound in in all of this. It is. It is. I completely agree with that point. Other point I want to add to is honestly, I've never really opened up the store page before. Before like maybe this season, last season. Yep. You know me. I you guys have you, been... your your fucking guardians have always looked like they rolled through an op shop bin. You are the least aesthetically minded person, not just in the Destiny computer community. I'm going to go ahead and say in the world. Does Danny like, dress you? She my, does. Yes. My okay. My Windows desktop background is default. All right, that's all. You need. It's that's the fucking. It's the fucking light on in the tent. It is it still is, isn't it? The fucking, yeah. that night scene with the green tent with the fucking. I remember giving you and shit I about that like fucking four to... years ago. You get fed art from Gamma Trap I know. every week. Yes. You're an idiot. So I went into the Eververse store with fresh eyes, probably this season, because I've actually bought stuff because Gamma Trap's been drawing artwork of my characters and I couldn't look like I've gone through an op shop bin. Would have been funny. So I've... Yeah, it would have been funny. Uh, so I've bought more stuff this this um, this season ever before. And I didn't realise how much, how much content is in Eververse. And it's, I feel it's a, like... It's a big deal. In a looting shooter... When there's when there's more stuff to buy, when we had a season of just like absolute loot drought, and there's so much stuff in the shop, 
I just, I don't feel like you can have your cake and eat it too. You're either a free-to-play game or you're not. And Bungie sits in this weird space where some of it's, it's, it, yeah, we're free-to-play, so we've got heaps of microtransactions in here. But you still pay for the expansion. Yeah, but you're, you're also paying for the season pass and you pay for the expansion and, and all, yeah. And then, I, I and then, and then like, we have you, these you times where people are like, everything's reskinned. And then you see how much effort goes into the shop where they have the best ornaments and the best fucking shaders and the best, like, I could not make my Guardian look cool. I had to buy shit. And yeah. I've been playing the game for seven years, sort of. <laughs> yeah, and, so and I, I agree. Like, I, 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 like, I do agree. Yeah. I, re I, I don't really know what agree. else to add on that. It's like, I don't care about microtransactions. I care about when they impact the gameplay. And you say, oh, it's only cosmetic. But when you see all that cool stuff in the shop and there's no equivalent that you can earn in-game, like there's stuff, like that fucking Doom Slayer Titan that I made, you can't, nothing comes close to that oh, you earn in-game. That, that bull helmet is fucking unbelievable. Like it's, 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 I bought that without question straight away. And like when you, you couple in that and fucking emotes and ships and shaders and, and all of that stuff, there is a lot in there. There is a lot of content that is directly tied to appearance. And, and like, and part of that I feel is why transmog was always going to go this way because it's, it is going to in a way detract from the rest of that system. But I, I agree, and I, I don't know. It's a so hard I, one. I, I mean, think about like I think about like a scale, right? A scale of content, like a like a scales of justice. You know, it goes one goes up, the other one goes down, whatever. It needs to be balanced. If you've got a bunch of cool shit in Eververse, you can buy. You need a bunch of cool shit in game that you can earn. And I feel like it has been really light on the bunch of cool shit that you earn in game, and really heavy. On the bunch of cool stuff you, you you can you can buy, and I think that makes people feel. I mean, yeah, people I th said that originally with Eververse came out. I think out there's a disparity, right? I think, and I think that's that's like when you look at it in in very black and white terms. And I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here. Like I um don't necessarily this isn't my heartfelt opinion, but you look at like guns are in the in the game, and they're only in the game. And that's the way it should stay because you put guns in Eververse, you might as well just burn the joint down. Cosmetics are in Eververse. The thing you pay for is an experience like Europa and all of that sort of stuff. The things that come with the game that are the things that you do. And that's largely what we do. We do things. I don't necessarily feel like it needs to be 50-50 um, but I do feel like when you come in and you look at it in that way, it is out of whack and there needs to be some way of rectifying that perception. I don't know what that is. I don't have an answer for that. I feel like the way Destiny is monetized at the moment, it is so opaque that part of me as the boring adult wishes that there was public fucking earnings calls for Bungie so I could go, okay, this is how much money Destiny makes. This is where 
it all breaks down and I can understand all of this and from that get some kind of understanding of where the model really sits and the importance of this stuff because it's clear that like the best shit goes in Eververse and it has yeah. to go in there for a reason and when you're when you're sitting outside that system and you're sitting outside the understanding of why it is monetized that way you go they're greedy right which that may well be the case and I'm not here to be like fucking moral arbiter on the whole thing. But I feel like if it was like, well, here's what, here's the amount of money that comes from Transmog and without it, the whole fucking thing goes tits up. Then you kind of go, well. Yeah, but here's the thing. The more money they have, the more you spend. It's, it's, it's oh, almost dude, irrelevant. No, 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 no doubt. And you look at the way Bungie's expanding, putting people on, which is, you know, exactly. I, I'm, I'm happy for that. I'm, I think that's great. It feels like to some extent, <laughs> like I mean, who's paying for it? There's us. <laughs> That's who's paying for it. There's no one else. There's no other game. There's, I guess, the thing with NetEase from a few years back where they bought in, and you know that was a, a large amount of money. But in the scale of like a big business, not really. I, you know, we're we're paying for that, but I don't feel like we're getting the return on that quite yet. And I think that's why we are exactly where we are now. And there is a lot of antitrust and a lot of. Um, animosity generated because of this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it's wrong. I think I, the perception I, is probably right. Remember we what, are overpaying for something. Remember what we said when they left Activision? Everyone's like, you know what? Hell yeah, we will support microtransactions because it means more content. And if anything, we've had less loot in the game <laughs> since. I, uh, look, I'm, I'm not on the, on the side of loot is content. I'm on the side of content is content and loot is loot. But I think loot's content. Yeah, look, I understand where you're coming from, but that's just my perception. I would rather have more things to do. You you want to get really salty about it? You look at PvP, the dumpster fire of Destiny at the moment, right? And this will segue into hashtag fucking nerf stasis. We'll get there in a sec. There has been nothing new added to PvP besides trials, which is just trials from Destiny 1 and doesn't particularly function very well in years nothing so when you were in that you know that's that's where i live that's what i do i, I jump on and I, my instinct is to play pvp and if i run out of shit to do there then i'll worry about strikes or fucking whatever raids or whatever else uh, it is very hard to justify from from the perspective of, of a pvp player and we all know how well-rounded and fucking balanced in terms of opinion that side of the community can be <laughs> but i look Look, I, I think I just, I just wish like... there was. I wish there was more transparency, and there never will be because it is big business and it's and it's well outside our reach. But I would love, I would fucking dearly love for Pete Parsons to sit down and do an interview with some boring fucking business magazine. I don't care. I'd go anywhere to read it, but actually break down what the approach is and why, and like speak to the the methodologies that they're employing. Um, and why they're employing them and why they feel like they're justified or where they feel like they've made mistakes. I, I, I genuinely think that would be fucking massive. It would be huge. And I don't say that as just like some kind of bungee fucking fanboy dude. I think that it would be important for people to understand the role they play in a company that we've, we've genuinely clearly, clearly emotionally invested in. Anyway, nerf stasis. Let's talk. Let's talk about that. 
Yeah, but apart, I mean, the, the the UI in the system for Transmog is great, and oh, I think the and, implementation of the actual thing is great. I just wish it was so much more fucking generous. To be honest, if so they stingy. reduced if they reduced the grind and got rid of the cap, it would have been fine. Yeah, but it just it feels so stingy, and like knowing that to get the bits for the who's he what's it, you've got to you know you get one every hour or whatever it is. You know, it's, I don't know. It doesn't feel right, man. It's I've played just a bit sh- slimy. I've played it's the slimy. shit out. Of- yeah, and, and that is what it is. That, I mean, I, from the outside looking in, you can't call it anything else. And that's what I'm getting at. I just wish I understand why, you know, that they felt that they needed to go down that path. Because it's clearly not yeah. they're like, well, let's just fucking burn the world. Let's burn all the goodwill. We've got enough. Fuck it. Um. All right, stasis. KVP. Stasis and PvP. Here's the thing, like I honestly I don't play Stasis very much. I've done all the hard parts on my catalyst with that little fucking sidearm and I complain like a motherfucker the whole time. But you know what? I wasn't getting frozen really. I was just sucking with sidearms and that's my own fault. Um I couldn't hit the I could not hit the fucking side door of a barn with that fucking thing. Even with the with the with the freeze. <laughs> I'm like, where is this fucking thing going? I can't where this is going. I mean, it's not the first time Aztec Ross has made me feel inadequate as a man, but <laughs> his clip with him just with a grenade launcher and the sidearm just going, didn't did, did, get the kill with the sidearm, freeze someone, grenade launcher them, and the the rinse repeat on that. It was it's staggering. So in the hands of someone who's clearly very competent at the game. It's it's but it's the thing devastating. Is, but the thing is, but, there's a, there's actually a skill gap with that sidearm. Like it's not oh yeah, a free dude, kill. It's, like it's, pace, it's pacing. It, but because because when you when you freeze someone with it, it consumes a magazine, and by the time you have reloaded, they have broken out of stasis. That's how quick it breaks now. So it's not even a free. It's only a free kill if you freeze them and then quick swap to a grenade launcher and one tap them or. Or use your not, or use a throwing knife, or you know, a fucking shoulder charge, or whatever. It's not, it's not a guaranteed kill. I learned that in a quick way. Like it's not like a f- freeze them and then reload, and you have do a couple laps around them, teabag them, and then. Look, I think the stasis. In, I think the stasis. I'll, I'll say this, and and you can fucking hate me in the comments or blow up in chat, whatever you want to do. I don't think the stasis in the gun. I can't even remember what it's fucking called. 77 something crystal something crystal motherfucker um i can't I, I don't think that the implementation of stasis in that gun is bad i i, I think that it, it is a cool unique weapon we always want that from exotics um is it maybe a little bit overpowered in the hands of a skilled player potentially but i think largely what people are pissed off at is stasis in terms of Stasis abilities in the Crucible, Stasis supers in the Crucible, and the fact that, like, we've gone through this process now of six months of trying to, like, nerf it and fine-tune it and all that sort of stuff, and then the new aspects come in with this season and they blow the fucking doors off Hunter abilities again and it feels like it's back to, to kind of day one. I think I think people are genuinely sick of um, trying to combat it. I mean, at least that's the sentiment I, I gleaned from, from reading the tweets. They feel like the the loss of player agency by being frozen or slowed feels bad and and they're tired of it. And if that's the way you feel, 
I support you in you speaking up and, and saying what you feel like you need to say as long as you're respectful about it. It's not necessarily where I sit on the issue. I made it a kind of personal point of like I, feel, I do feel like there's been things, parts of stasis that have been fucking obnoxious, right? Like the behemoth super was ridiculous. It's been brought back to the pack. Shattered eye fucking hunters were ridiculous and they've been nerfed. Um, I feel like stasis fundamentally is so different from the other classes that Bungie are having a hard time fine-tuning it and massaging it back into the PvP sandbox. All at the same time being mindful of the fact that when they bring that back in fucking PvP, you look at the way those supers work in fucking PvE now and they're largely underwhelming. So, Oh, dude, the hunter super sucks fucking penis. It it is. I mean, it's 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 not Sorry. fun. I I feel like we've we've walked into this situation, and I don't think anyone really anticipated it. I mean, like to be fair, when we saw someone being frozen the first time they unveiled stasis, me and you, I can remember it vividly. Both went, "That's gonna feel fucked." <laughs> Holy shit! What? And we we're right, and and that's the way it's panned out. And you know, they're they're trying. It's it's almost like they're trying to get the freezing out of stasis. You know, cold snap grenades don't fucking freeze you anymore. Sorry, dust field grenades don't freeze you anymore. They just keep you with that slow effect and and that sort of stuff. So I, I do understand if people are like want to be vocal about nerfing stasis. What I do feel like is that sometimes we get into a situation where we, we kind of put the blinkers on and go like and I'm as guilty as this is of this as anyone. And if you've seen some of my tweets on account recoveries of, over the last fucking week, if, maybe that's what's happening to me there. But we go with destiny, right? This is the issue. This is the thing. It's stasis. Yeah, I've, I've and, 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 and then from that on, from that, from then on, you get in, you get in this mindset. Every time you get killed by stasis, you get a little bit more pissed off. If you have a bad game and you got fucking frozen at any point during that game, fucking stasis. I feel like the perception that the perception of stasis is just as damaging as as the actual fucking thing at this point, if not more so. So yeah, I, agree I, I I don't think that that going and 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 you know people are like oh remove it from the crucible. Would I like to see that done as an experiment? Fuck yeah, it'd be great. I, I'd I'd it'd, I'd be interested to see what people think, but I know for a fact. The second we remove fucking stasis from PvP, it's just the next most fucking annoying thing that is the next oppressive fucking shit that we need nerfed, like Chaos Reach or whatever the fuck else, right? There's there's yeah, always let's put something. Put it this way, you face more Chaos Reach than stasis in Trials, do you not? Absolutely. At, the, at this, I mean, personally speaking, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, if I'm playing Hunters, they're always throwing those fucking tornadoes. They're obviously much better at it than you, Matt. <laughs> But oh, dude, if so, you play I'm against so warlocks, I, I have not. No one plays as a fucking stasis warlock, and you, you do see stasis titans as well as hammers. And you know, I mean, look, I run fucking arc. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't play to the the. I mean, I play on a strong subclass, but I'm not playing to the meta in that respect. So I think that like there is a definite thing about the perception of stasis has got people like fucking tilted. But this is the destiny community we're talking about. And there has never been something that isn't the big bad of public perception in Destiny. 
when they brought fucking hammers and shit in and taken king. Hammers were number one. They were overpowered. They got fucking nerfed in the ground. And then it was, I don't even fucking remember what it was. It was something else. You know, there's, there's always, it was, there was shade step hunters. There was fucking, there's, there's always been something. Yeah, I feel like Stace is a bit is a. It's a different kettle of fish. I'm not saying it's the same thing because it's so fundamentally different. And and I think it's exactly what you're saying. I feel like when you get killed by Stasis, it's there's a humiliation. Stasis was a person. If Stasis was a person, its intrinsic perk is teabag. It just feels so personal. It's like because you're sitting there. With your dick in your hand, just contemplating life, whilst, while <laughs> this so, guy stands in just, front of you and then and then yeah. fucking snipes yeah. you at like and that's, that's what I said. It's like it's the loss of player agency coupled with like there is nothing worse than two seconds where you've got time to realize how fucked you are before you get killed. Like that that's that's that is it. That is the the thing about stasis that fucking kills it. And look, you can you know it's, it's people saying in chat it's it's a darkness ability. It's 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 a, it's a negative thing. But I, I don't feel like I don't feel like that hits the right note. I'm not saying take take everything I say with a grain of salt. I absolutely believe there needs to be changes, and I would love to see it kind of benched for a while just to give us a feel of like I feel like people have lost context of you know everyone looks backwards with rose tinted glasses and says oh well, before stasis I could do all this shit. I don't really feel like that's where we are. I feel like the second you removed it, there'd be another thing that we got pissed off about. But yeah, couple that with the fact that like when you get frozen or you get slowed, you lose that player agency is is the the catch-all term that I've I've heard people bandy around about it. So I'm going to say that to sound smart. It's disempowering and it feels bad. And I think that's where it all stems from. I don't know. I didn't feel bad. I didn't sad. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, you're not sad, motherfucker. You got your stupid fucking boots literally designed to counteract it. Well, hey, like, that's the other thing. Like, if they are going to bring shit in to fuck on stasis, then leave it. Right? I, Those did boots I not say this? are fucking stupid. They are stupid. Like, like people are going to be... Give it, give it a week, right? This episode, next week's episode, this time next week, People will be like fucking screaming about. I can't even remember what they're called, but they're the Titan electric fish leg looking legs. <laughs> Fishnet. <laughs> they are. You've just got to dip for one second in into a um, dusk dusk field to get basically rampage. Yeah, it's rude. Titan hot pants. That's what we can call them. Um. I honestly haven't played. I haven't played Carusi this season yet because I've been doing. I've been enjoying the PVE stuff. To be honest, um, yes, you have. You have. You have played Crucible. You've played Team Scorched. Oh yeah, okay. I played Team Scorched to get the the challenge or whatever it's fucking called, and I played Rumble to get my sidearm kills with that gun. That's yeah. Okay. You probably didn't do yourself any favors there. You probably could have done control or something and kind of run with other people to. 50 kills. Have you done it? Yeah. 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 Easy. You're fucking easy. No, dude, I had a hard time with it. 
<laughs> I fucking hated everything. Well, Ask Senchi when you when you when we were you were me and you were playing with Senchi yesterday. When you jumped off, I went and did that, and people I was fucking carrying on like God knows what. Like like this is why I stream when I play Destiny to keep my fucking emotions in check. Because when I'm not streaming, I carry on like a fucking sook, man. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Senchi's like, you'll be right, mate. You'll be it's not that bad. You'll be done. Another couple of games. The big job. <laughs> <laughs> I can Shout out to Sanchi. He's going through a rough time at the moment. Fucking legend. Um, what oh. we might do, we're gonna open it up to um open it up to chat. If you've got any burning fucking questions, you can you can ask them now. I'm gonna jump onto the DDU fucking Twitter account and uh and have a look because I, I actually solicited some questions from Twitter, much like what the DCP do, because I don't want Matt to cheat on me again with another podcast. Oh, you're worried they're gonna steal me, mate. And I'm gonna st- look at you. Honestly, you would bring the brand down. Briar <laughs> Rabbit looks like my father. That's true. The, it, the, the reality is that Briar would be probably more at home on this podcast than the one he's currently on. <laughs> we'll have to get him on. He's a fucking champion. One of the nicest people I reckon I've ever met. Um, all right, let's let's go. Let's go. Um. Who is the better Titan, Log or Matt? When will we get a 1v1 in the Crucible? I don't feel like the, the Crucible is the way to solve this anymore because Matt's skill set is not that. I feel like that would be dishonest of me. I've moved away from Crucible. I, I don't know if that's going to be my next challenge is to get back in the Crucible. Don't know. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you, Aaron Kill, for that question that we've completely avoided answering. Beautiful. <laughs> um... Royal Dark wants to know, uh, do you chaps think it is time to separate the PVE and we said PVE and PVE sandboxes, but I'm assuming he means PVP. Uh, I don't think it's fair to take something from one to please the other. I agree. I, I've, I've come and gone on this issue a lot in the past. I don't feel like Destiny is would be greatly served by having completely um, separate sandboxes. I'm you know, I came from um, um, Star Wars before that and they did that. Like basically you had PvP gear and PvE gear and you had to completely change your character over to go and do either. Um, I wouldn't like to see it go that way. Um, I have done some balancing though separately. but Yeah, some stasis, things- stasis seems to be able to be balanced, but I, I still feel like it, it is suffering in PvE because of what needs to happen in PvP. So would I like to see that? Yes. Would I like to see maybe the abilities condensed in PvP and say, like, this is what stasis does in PvP and then here's all the shit it can do in PvE and then it's known and it's easier balanced and all that sort of stuff. Do I feel like that would negatively impact the way people perceive things like that? Yeah, I do. But I don't know whether that decision point is uh, critical at this at this point. Good. <laughs> Oh, there's actually quite quite a bunch of good questions in chat too, but you go through your Twitter ones first, I reckon. No, no, no. You read you read one from chat and then I'll I'll look at Twitter. We'll do that. That's probably a good idea. I probably should have done that from the get-go. New to answering questions. And the first one I see is why does it burn when I pee? Okay, not that one. <laughs> You're fucking sloshed. Nah. Uh, you are. Demile, 
Where's the squinting? What do you tell the squinting emo? Matt's smiling, squint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we make our own fun. Read the fucking Someone's question, about, Matt, for God's sake. But why can't Bungie give aspects other supers? I mean, I, I feel think like that's the plan. Eventually, is to have all the classes like that. I kind of saw that as like maybe the dark classes. The darkness classes will have that. And then the light classes will... I, I don't I would like to see the light classes have something else. Maybe a similar system, but in a different way. Maybe I'm just making more work for someone who doesn't need it. Someone's talking about uh, Ethereal, and I think someone else mentioned Savathun in the city. I haven't read that yet. I have heard about it. I haven't read it yet. Savathun, Hot Summer Nights in the City. Hot Boy Summers. Hot Girl Summers. Oh, you know, I have read it. It's in one of the books. She's infiltrated the walls, log. You're fu- look, honestly, you've gone downhill so much in the last hour. It is fucking I'm embarrassing. Tired. Yeah, we're hitting the wall. Uh, look, we're gonna answer two more questions. One from fucking Twitter, <laughs> and one from Twitch. And then I'm we're gonna tuck Matt into bed because he's you know fucking how clogged. Do, do it is fucking, how many- like, what fucking time is it? It's eight p.m. there, and you fucking skittled. Look at your face. You, know, you look like a fucking. You look like a rosy garden gnome without the hat. <laughs> you know, DCP go through all the questions. It's like a fucking hour segment. Every yeah, question the, on Twitter. The podcast you is like fucking two. three hours long. I haven't got time for that. All right, fine. We'll do two more questions from each. We haven't even read the twob, mind you. We didn't even fucking read it at all. <laughs> We're just going to leave it alone. Friday nights, no one gives a fuck. If you're listening to this on a Monday morning, I'm very sorry. Just, you know, know that we had a good time. Um, Megaton. I love Megaton. He's a good guy. We met him at the uh, at the fans event fucking forever ago in Sydney. Good dude. He says, I need a pro gamer to deliver a how-to guide for this season's modes and lore. Log, can you ask Matt if he can ask Bife next time they play? Thanks. <laughs> I, I genuinely hadn't read that until I read it just then, so I'm glad that someone's putting the slipper into you. Do you want to announce, can you announce your thing next week? I've got, I don't I've got know, some, but I'm gonna. I've got some sad news to announce. It's not really sad news. It's good news for me. I'm not. I'm not doing the raid race. I'm out. I withdraw. I'm gonna go and host a birthday party for my daughter instead. It's not a birthday on on the day, but it's the only day that we can get all of my family there and stuff. So little Thea, it's her birthday. That's what I'm doing. You Just guys thinking. want me to tell you the real truth? No, I mean, it, 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 <laughs> tell them. Tell them your news. Uh, I told Log, because, you know, I've been streaming with Bife and Barbaric Ham doing our GMs. I don't know Barb at all. I'm going to need to fucking get the measure of this motherfucker. He's, he's a good dude, too. Okay, and um, they thought, I mean, they, they didn't say it, but I could tell. By the tone in their voice, they're like, damn, this guy's a gamer. Wow, when did Matt get so good? Holy shit, he's carrying us. What a big dog. They didn't like like I said, they didn't they didn't say that, but they said that. Do you know what I mean? I can't and- imagine in any way 
wife saying he's a big dog <laughs> in any capacity in any in any way okay anyway he's far too refined. they did okay cool Mylan games and, head cannon uh, ladies and gentlemen and i uh got an invite to the volg raid team so who, who's your team who are you running it with you don't know Hopeless. I just look, hope it embarrass look, here, Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Like for there is never going to be a DDU team for a raid ever again. Because if you're if you're doing this shit with Bife, not this raid, because obviously I'm going to a birthday party. But but fucking the raid that comes out with the oh. witch queen, I am making my own team and I will crush you to death. Right? <laughs> That's what's happening now. Right. There is no more teapot fucking mojitos. It's over. <laughs> I will kill you in a raid. In a PvE activity, I will fucking murder you. <laughs> this is what's yeah, happening I need, now. I need, I need you to think about how far I've come in like a month. And in, just in case I don't get cancelled off Twitch, how far I will be by the time the next raid comes out. Yeah, but like it's a team effort. I just find people much better than your team. <laughs> Tag myself on. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this this feels better. This feels right. Like when we're on the same team, it doesn't fucking work. <laughs> when we're on opposing teams and there's shit talk and banter, it feels right. This is this is the way it should go. You're gonna get cancelled though. Can I? Can, do you reckon I can drink teapot mojitos? You reckon they might not like that? Are you like, yeah, I should tell him yes. What about Nutribullet, Nutribullet cocktails? Look, if at any point you get up during a raid race, leave the room and go and make a Nutribullet sorbet or whatever daiquiri. the fuck you've been making, daiquiri, pour it into that stupid teapot that you've got and return to your seat. And Bife doesn't kick you from the team <laughs> at that point. At that point, you can color me fucking impressed. Until then, you're just law nerds. <laughs> this is how much have we fucking derailed this podcast? <laughs> I do think we'll get our best content. When me and you compete, we'll probably get better content than when we're together. I know. That's, what we, that's the note that we started this episode on. When we suffer, it makes art. And the art is banter. <laughs> and on that note, Content. I feel like we're just about at the point to wrap it up. So if you've asked a question, we haven't answered it. I'm gonna, You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a habit of uh, doing a few more questions on Twitter. I think that's important because we can include people from a much wider sphere than we can from the live, live stream. Um, Maddie, have you got any closing comments that you'd like to unleash on the uh, unsuspecting audience this week? Yeah, let, let me let me take you forward in time <laughs> to a glass throne room. You're there with your five best buds. You're sitting on the platform. Some dudes in front got the ages. You're just DPSing out of your mind like Dado's fucking hell spawn. 
Atheon goes down. A chest appears. You got to click on it. Insufficient funds. Oh, Add man. silver. See you next time. <laughs> We're going to raid Sassy on that underwhelming and fucking particularly targeted note, Matthew. We're going to raid Sassy. I would like everyone in the stream right now to go through and... Um, I don't know, what, could we, what, what should we raid Sassy with? It needs to be, like, Sassy is one of us. Sassy is one of our best mates. So it needs to be abusive. Um, so what, what can we raid Sassy by saying, Matt? What have, what have you got? He's been, he, he wants he wants some boots or something like that. He's trying to he grind wants some boots. That's, yeah, but that's not good enough. I'm drawing blanks. What's with, what's with this? All right, this we're, this is this is probably the harshest thing I'll ever say about Sassy. But we're going with a dog whistle voice box raid. <laughs> oh, because uh, oh, he's got a high pitch. Yeah, because he's got a very shrill voice. Um, say type uh, dog whistle voice box. Love a voice only dogs can hear. Yeah, a voice only a dog could love and or be. Distressed about. Oh, it's a bit too complicated. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Look, I, I don't know. Just go and make some fucking noise. We're going to go visit Sassy. Until next okay. week, we've been the Destiny Down Under podcast. And um, I don't know. Go and buy some silver. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>